entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Night 712 on your Monday morning, hour number two of the number one rated Sid and Friends in the morning. So I get a uh, text, I get a lot of texts, from Curtis. Everybody knows Curtis is the only guest I've got that's on every day. Most people love it. Some give me a hard time. But the good news is, is I don't care what anybody else thinks. I just look at the ratings and I say, wow, people must really like this. And Curtis brings something to the table every day. Every day. So he sends me uh, a bunch of texts over the weekend, but this one was one that really caught my eye. Curtis, of course, gets big ratings noon to one every weekday afternoon, overnights, all weekend long, and arguably does his best work with me every morning at about 7.10. He sends me this. Mayor Eric Adams accuses media of being, quote, intentionally destructive to black men at the National Urban League Conference in Houston. And as I continue to repair my relationship with Eric, and hopefully, I'm saying this now for two weeks, Manash, I'm starting to get pissed, and also Fabian, hopefully this will be the week that Eric comes back. But um, basically you said, here we go again. The black guy, the race, black, 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 black. When is Eric Adams, Curtis, going to stop saying things like that? Why the hell should he stop saying that now? Been saying that almost all 60 years of his life, right? And he's become mayor of the city of New York. So now all of a sudden you're going to tell him, oh, no, no, don't play that black race card anymore. Don't hide behind your complexion, which is your protection. What is this nonsense? And, look, I blame our media corps because they let him get away with that in the primary. They elevated him. Remember, they said, the new face of the Democratic Party. They called him mayor before he was even elected mayor. They gave him the red carpet. They gave me, the white boy, the Caucasian persuasion, the fleabag treatment. I never complained, but Eric Adams has been complaining every step of the way because he realizes he's got no answers for these problems. So when you don't have an answer, you look at the predominant white media core and you intimidate and bully them and you know how that how easy that that is to do no reporter wants to be called a racist no 
So right away they say, I don't want that scarlet letter. Yeah. Whereas I, Curtis Lee, I throw my chest out there. Go ahead. Give me your best no, I, shot. I'm Eric. with you. I welcome it. If I'm telling the truth, call me what you want. I mean, here you've got Jamani Williams, another black man. You heard the conversation I had moments ago with Democrat out of Queens, Bob Holden and Jennifer Harrison, Victim Rights New York, saying on Instagram yesterday there is no crime issue that uh, we're actually doing well here, that New York City is safe, New York State is safe, and not one person, according to Jermani Williams, not one person has died because of bail reform. He's a black guy, so if I criticize him right now, am I being racist or am I just telling the truth? Well, as was pointed out by Bob Holden, by the way, I want to inform Bob Holden, he listens to his scanner at night, right, to find out all the crime taking place in Middle Village, Glendale, Maspeth. He's not going to be able to do that. They're encrypting the system, the NYPD, on the orders of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Because they don't want the media or average people to hear all the crime on the scanner. They say, oh, this is being done to protect our police department. No, it's being done to cover up your tuckuses so that we don't get to hear on a scanner all the police runs and the police calls that they have to make because you want to keep that out of sight, out of mind. And it, let me tell you something about Jumani Williams. As was pointed out, this guy used to own a house where? In Canarsie. And they foreclosed on it. So where did he go to live? Behind the golden protected gates of Fort Hamilton, the Army base under the Verrazano Bridge. Not far from where you and your friends went to school. <laughs> what, what's the name of that school again? Oh, tell that me would what. be uh, Prep Day School. <laughs> what kind of, what no, kind no, of a man's poly man? Prep. Country oh, days. Country yeah. days go. What kind of a man's man is proud to wear that on a t shirt? <laughs> but anyway, he lives behind the gate, protected by the army, the military police, and then he tells us how safe it is. Of course it's safe for him, and he gets driven around in an SUV that we pay for, protected by the very police that he hates. How Give is that up possible? your police detail. I know, but how is it possible that people who want to defund the police? Actually, have police protecting them. Can we ever get to the point in our society? I mean this sincerely. I mean it sincerely. I'm not. I'm not being fictitious. Can we get to the point where somebody like that, who wants to deep on the police, loses his privilege of a detail? But why is that so outrageous? If he wants to get rid of cops, why should he have his own? Uh, let me take you back in time because you seem to be having a fog <laughs> yeah. of memory. Yeah. When I was running for mayor, I said, I want to know police detail. Remember? I do remember that. I yes. don't want to know. And yeah. then finally, Eric said, I don't want a police detail. But the moment he got elected mayor, he not only wanted a police detail, he wanted his brother, Bernard Adams, who was parking cars at Virginia Commonwealth University, <laughs> to come up and protect him from the white supremacists. What? In the aisles of Beth Bath and Beyond when they were having sales on white sheets and white pillowcases? And now we see, slowly I turn step by step, that there was your very dear friend, Eric Overage. A guy who was made the buildings commissioner of the city of New York while owing the Bonanno crime family 600000 in gambling debts and a vig. And he's side by side with his pal, Eric Adams, up in the Bronx at a fundraiser in the construction industry for Eric Adams to become mayor and state mayor of the city of New York. And then all of a sudden, Eric Adams says to your guy, Eric Ulrich, Give your phone to my brother Bernard Adams now, and we're going to do a walk and talk. I understand you're the target of an investigation because of your gambling problems. Watch your back, Eric Ulrich. 
Watch your phone. Who's been telling you, Sid, well, hold on, hold and on a Joe Borelli and everyone else, don't yes. talk to this guy. He's well. wired up like a Christmas tree. He's a confidential informer. He's a rat who's eating the Parmesan <laughs> yeah. cheese. Okay. He's going before the grand jury. They're going to hit him with charges. And watch him squeal like a pig. Well, here's the, the issue with Eric. I like Eric Orich. I'm on record. I'll say that right now. I don't know about his business dealings, crime families. I know none of that. But I like the kid. But, but. I was in um, Beach Bagel, my friend Muhammad, on Saturday morning on the way upstate. Wait, wait, Beach Bagel? Yes. Muhammad was yes. having the bagel with the shmeal? No, shmeer. Muhammad owns it. He is a wait, great is, man. How does Muhammad own Don't a bagel bed? Because we, he, we are a very diverse community. Yeah, uh, boy, that's <laughs> diversity, all right. <laughs> we have none, actually, none. But he's a great guy. He owns a bagel store. So I'm standing online on Saturday morning. The cover of the New York Daily News is Ulrich. And he's saying... The mayor warned me that they're coming after me. So he has said that, but there has been no proof yet that that actually happened. Or has there been? Wait a second, yeah. Sid. What is How what? quickly <laughs> you have the fog that is completely taken over your medulla and cerebellum. <laughs> okay. Remember, people would say, hey, let's go to Aldo's right there on Picking Avenue Cross Bay Boulevard. I'm going to get a slice and a Coke. Sure. Good place. You're walking to Aldo's. Where's the action tonight? Huh? Come on. Where's the card game? And then, you know, Eric Ulrich was such a degenerate gambler, still is, that they would mess with his head. The banana crime family said, call him up. It's 12 midnight. Where the guy? He's sleeping. Nah, call him up. Tell him we got action four blocks away in the basement. He'll show up in a half hour without showering and shaving, and we'll milk this sucker until the break of dawn. This guy owes a vig to the banana crime family and Eric Adams. And your guy, Frank Caron, knew that. But they said to Eric, raise us a million dollars in matching funds in the construction industry, and we'll put the fox in the chicken coop. We'll make you the commissioner of building. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. Okay, so here's the next question. Because I believe now the buildings commissioner is another guy you don't like, Frank Morano's good friend out of Staten Island, Jamato. Is that right? You don't uh, like yeah, him never, never, never carried a bag of nails or a hammer. <laughs> what is it? You know, look, let's be completely honest. Yeah. Curtis Lee, who knows who runs the Department of Buildings, it's your friend Joe Esposito. Right. Who's the deputy commissioner of the buildings department? Did you see the picture that Pat Russo sent me this weekend of Joe Esposito and kissing, Eric Adams kissing Eric yeah, Adams? It was swapping like, it, it, spit. Yes, it was like Obama and Chris Christie walking the uh, the shore on the you beach. Remember, remember when Eric Adams was railing at uh, Reverend A. R. Bernard's church? That God talks to him. The only person to say he wasn't a nut job, screwball, Esposito, schizophrenic, Esposito yeah. for job That's security. That's my guy. You can't talk bad well, about well, Joe. Well, but he's running, no, no, he's running the Department you of Buildings. That's fine. He's a great guy. But my question to you now becomes, Eric Ulrich is in trouble. Again, let me press. I like Eric, but he's in trouble. He has made this claim that the mayor did, in fact, warn him, look out, they're coming for you. Do you think eventually that could be proven? Because if that's proven, that is a big, big issue for the mayor, is it not? Of course, because that means that he had inside information and he was interfering with, with an case. investigation. A federal investigation. That's right. Right. 
So you think no, that, not a federal investigation. No, that's Alvin Bragg. Okay, that's Alvin Bragg. C- the city, the state. So you think that this is going to be proven? Well, you don't think so. Well, again, Eric Adams' complexion will be his protection because you think his homeboy, <laughs> friends since the days that they were ordained by Al Slim Shady Sharpton at the National Action Hate Network, do you think that all of a sudden Alvin Bragg is going to go after the mayor? No, but he scared the mayor. That's why you never hear Eric Adams' name and shame, Alvin Bragg. Not only that, but you may remember I had Eric Adams on this show. And I said, Eric, I'm a little upset with you. I did. I said, you came out initially, and you said, Daniel Penny, the hero Marine that killed that scumbag on the subway. I said, initially, you said all the right things. And then eventually you said, listen, Alvin Bragg has worked very, very hard. He's done thorough research on this, and he was okay with the grand jury charge. He completely flipped on it. So not only did he not say anything bad about Alvin Bragg, he came out of my show and said, He's doing a good job. He's very thorough. Not only that, he took our tax dollars, and he's given more money to one of your peeps, the CEO, Muzzy Rosenblatt. What a name, Muzzy <laughs> Rosenblatt of the Bowery Residence Committee that ride the subways and count the homeless people. Now, you say you count them. What are you doing? Well, we count them once, and then we count them twice, and we have our ratings. Remember, they had Jordan Neely rated as one of the 50 most dangerous people living and riding in the subways each day. Now, the uh, Denapoli, the state controller, said... That, that organization, they're wasting our tax dollars. So what did your friend Eric Adams do? He boosted their monies up to $104 million. <laughs> and what are we getting for that? Ooh, guys, <laughs> we're getting bumpkins. Look at the Roosevelt Hotel. Night after night, you've seen these single, able-bodied guys laying out on the streets. Where are the women? Where are the children? We're supposed to be taking in the children. Where are the Ukrainians? Real asylum seekers. Real refugees from war. None of them are there. This is a racket. This is a shakedown. That was done purposely by the Adams administration. And when did it start? Right after he got pimp-slapped again when he went to Washington with Mayorkas. He said, I need money. I need money. You know what my Yorkers said? Well, we'll give you an aide de camp, you know, to improve the communication. Let me tell you something. This guy is orchestrating the destruction of our city. Join us today. For the third time, I'm going to be demonstrating against Eric Adams, who wants to build a tent on Creedmoor and put a thousand illegal, able-bodied men out there to do nothing all day but drink cerveza and smoke weed. Join us today at 1 o'clock at 73rd Avenue and Bell Boulevard in Oakland Gardens to stop this outside of the councilmanic offices of Linda Lee, the Democrat, who is doing nothing but giving cover and aid and benefiting from the illegal alien invasion and support my guy running to replace her, Bernard Chow. Asian power in the Republican Party. And who started that? Curtis Lee, where they voted for me. First time ever in a mayoral election. And we're going to help take back this city from your friend, Eric Adams and his cronies. And I warned you, Sid. I warned you, don't talk to Eric Ulrich. He's wired up like a Christmas tree. And now everybody is calling me up and saying, oh, my God, you were right. What is he going to do? I said, he got his chips. They took his chips out of his phone, and they put in a new chip. And guess what? If your name is on his old chip, and we're not talking Lay's potato chips or Wise potato chips, you could be going to J-A-I-L.